This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, a Trump-era cabinet secretary is found to have unlawfully used his office for a side project. A current White House employee is being called out for her potential conflicts of interest some disturbing findings regarding the networks of defense contractors. These stories and more in today's federal newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. Former Secretary of the Interior Ryan Zinke misused his position to advance a commercial development project. That's according to a report by the Interior Department's Inspector General. The report alleges that Zinke lied to an agency ethics official about his involvement in the project that included a microbrewery in his hometown. Zinke worked on the commercial project through a nonprofit foundation despite agreeing to cut ties. After being named Interior Secretary in 2017, Zinke had agreed to stop providing the Great Northern Veterans Peace Park Foundation with his services. A government watchdog group is raising concerns about alleged conflicts of interest for the head of the White House's digital service. The Project on Government Oversight is asking the Office of Management and Budget to rescind ethics waivers it approved for USDS Administrator Mina Shung. POGO says OMB waivers exempt 94% of Shung's investment portfolio, which includes the tech company Google and a stake in her family's holding company. POGO also claims OMB allowed Shung to hold... Pogo also claims OMB allowed Shung to hold several financial assets for nearly a year that it now says posed a conflict of interest. President Joe Biden is promoting the deputy in the White House Science and Technology Office to perform the duties of the director. Biden is also calling on the recently retired director of the NIH to perform the duties of White House Science Advisor. Alondra Nelson and Francis Collins were tapped to replace Eric Lander. Lander resigned last week after an internal investigation had found credible evidence that he mistreated staff. Another agency begins laying the groundwork to bring employees back to the office. Federal News Network's Jason Miller has the details. The Justice Department's the latest to join a small but growing block of agencies who plan to reopen their doors to more and more employees. Justice recently updated its workforce safety plan addressing everything from vaccination requirements to reporting and contact tracing. What Justice didn't include is any timeline for bringing employees back to the office. A justice spokesman says about 67% to 75% of the department's workforce currently reports to their official work site. He says justice will transition away from maximum telework for the rest of the workforce over the next few months as pandemic conditions allow. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. The Small Business Administration may have been a little too flexible during the pandemic. A new Inspector General report found out of 40 small firms in the 8A program auditors reviewed, 15 did not have approved business plans. This made these firms ineligible to receive $93 million in awards. The IG says without these business plans, SBA is unable to assess and report on 8A participants' overall state of readiness to compete in the open economy. The IG made eight recommendations for how SBA can improve its oversight and management of the 8A program. The Postal Service is seeking the ability to gather COVID-19 vaccination and testing data from its workforce. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has more. The Postal Service is laying the groundwork to track the vaccination and testing status of its workforce amid the COVID-19 pandemic or any future public health emergency. USPS, in a Federal Register notice, says these changes to its system of records will give the agency greater flexibility to prepare for and respond to a wide variety of emergencies. 
USPS says in a statement that the agency is not updating its COVID-19 vaccine or testing requirements as part of this notice, nor is it currently planning to collect information on the vaccination status of its employees. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. The Air Force's Innovation Hub is looking to military spouses for some of its new hiring opportunities. Federal News Network Scott Massioni has more on that. AFWorks, an Air Force shop that turns civilian technologies into military solutions, is opening 50 positions with remote options. The organization says these jobs are perfect for military spouses who are constantly traveling with their service members. The jobs are set to open as soon as April. The Air Force is trying to cut military spouse unemployment. Some surveys have the rate as high as 35%. AFWorks is also holding a job fair in March. Scott Massioni, Federal News Network. The Army is holding its first ever best squad competition. Teams of five soldiers will go up against each other in feats of technical and tactical proficiency. The competition will be held in September. The Army says small units need to be the solid foundation for the service's excellence. This competition will test those elements. Over the past two years, Russian state-sponsored hackers have systematically infiltrated the unclassified networks of cleared defense contractors. That's according to a new advisory issued by U.S. agencies this week. The hackers have stolen proprietary documents and emails, including information about weapon systems. U.S. agencies say the hackers are taking advantage of simple passwords, unpatched systems, and unsuspecting employees to gain access to the sensitive networks. And the Department of Homeland Security made a dent in its FOIA backlog last year. Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday reports. DHS's FOIA backlog is at a 10-year low. That's according to DHS Chief Privacy and FOIA Officer Lynn Parker Dupree. She says the department ended fiscal year 2021 with a backlog of 25,102 requests. We're using some automation to help process routine requests so that we can focus our actual manpower on the complex requests. DHS receives an average of 250,000 FOIA requests every year, with a majority of them related to immigration records. Justin Doubleday. Federal News Network. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcasts. I'm Eric White. Reconnect with a carpool or vanpool. Even if you're commuting just a few days a week, Commuter Connections can match you with others that live and work near or at the same place as you. Prefer taking the bus or train? There's never been a better time to reconnect with transit. Plus, you have the added comfort of knowing Guaranteed Ride Home is there for any unexpected emergency for free. For more options, visit commuterconnections.org or call 1-800-745-RIDE. Some restrictions apply. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone.